0: I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is the Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate nine-to-fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our nine-to-fives to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way but it wasn't always easy, and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today. A business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible, and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from Timeless Principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. brought to you by the Market Authority Academy. I created this mentorship program because I remember what it was like to be lost, isolated, and completely overwhelmed by the real estate industry and just feeling like my business was totally out of control. Fast forward to today where my husband and I are a top 1% real estate duo behind a business that creates more revenue and opportunity than we ever imagined. Now I get to help real estate agents around the world get their time back and earn more income than ever while they are at it by helping them earn an unfair share of attention through the latest social media strategies and systems that make it all feel effortless. Check out the show notes to book your application call and learn how the Market Authority Academy can help you triple your real estate business this year. All right, my friends, I have a very honored and esteemed guest joining us on the show today. I have been highly requested to bring on my personal marketing assistant to our real estate business and to the Market Authority Academy, Gisella Alessi. So what you're going to listen to is a pretty open and honest conversation between Gisela and myself. Um, We we really kind of bring you into the behind the scenes of how we work together, how I hired Gisela, what our goals together for the team in our real estate team are, but also the goals that she has for her professional career. Gisela does a lot for our multiple businesses, and she's instrumental to our ability to keep our real estate team running smoothly, and my ability to keep the Market Authority Academy running the way that it needs to run to. I'm really excited to bring this conversation to you because we share a lot in terms of hiring strategies and tips, how to carve out roles for your first full-time assistant in real estate what she does each day, some of the things that we do to really make sure that our relationship is successful. And one of the ways that we are continuing to develop her role as a marketing assistant and finding new opportunities for her as well. This is a pretty raw conversation, like I mentioned. And honestly, I don't think I've ever been more nervous for a guest on the show than when I asked Gisella to join me. So I, I definitely, you can hear me a little nervous during this interview. I think that when you get to chat with somebody in an open and honest conversation, like we had, and and not not just anybody, right? Somebody who you work closely with, somebody who you respect, someone who you are excited to share with the world. Um, it. it feels a little bit heavy. So I was super excited to have this conversation, and I just want to acknowledge Gisella for showing up every day with such a positive attitude, being creative in her role, finding really cool solutions to some of the challenges that we come across just as we uh, run our businesses, and just for being an awesome addition to our team. Gisella, you are a rock star, and every single day I thank my lucky stars that our paths crossed. Okay, enough of that. Without further ado, here's Gisella Okay, Gisella, are you ready?
1: Yes, I'm ready.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm super excited to have this conversation with you, and this has been very requested, especially by members in the Market Authority Academy. Everyone wants to know how to make it work between marketing assistant and realtor, and I'm I'm really grateful to you for being open to having this conversation, and being in the spotlight. So, okay. um, big acknowledgement, big thanks. For those who have not met you yet, can you share just a little bit about your story and I guess how you got to the point before you and I started working together?
1: Uh, yeah. So I just recently graduated from Arizona State back in December. Um, got a uh, business degree in communications. And I'm just really focusing on marketing now. I kind of, that's kind of my interest. And so I was searching for jobs, found your post on LinkedIn submitted my resume I got a call and interviewed and here we are <laughs> the rest is history <laughs> yes <laughs> so I figured um I figured we
0: can kind of walk through that process like we can start there and then I my intention kind of like what we were talking about is really giving like an inside look about what the journey looks like and, and kind of how we make it work I like to think you and I are something special together uh, <laughs> But I feel like we can. <laughs> I feel like we can share a little bit about like um, you know best practices, how the hiring process went, and and I know that a lot of agents would love to hear from your perspective, like um, what what it's like for you, right? And and what makes you engaged in your role and what you like about it, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Totally, totally down to give my insights. (laughs) Yes,
0: I love it. Okay, so when I went through and was looking for an an assistant, Mm -hmm. um, let's see, that was one of the number one questions that we had was specifically, what do you look for like on a resume? And to be totally transparent, I didn't totally know what I was doing for (laughs) (laughs) sure. And, and we had hired a couple of other, um, we've talked about this. Um, there have been others before you that have not been like quite the right fits. And, <laughs> and I think that that does, that is kind of a part of it. Just like, you know, just like you, this wasn't your first job and it takes a little while to mm-hmm. find a good fit that someone's good with for like the mid to long Um, but when I was posting resumes, I put it up on like LinkedIn, I put it on indeed.com and were you already searching for jobs on LinkedIn for a while?
1: Yeah, I had been searching for a while, got a few rejections, took a break, and then I started applying again, went through all of that process, and then that's when I landed on yours. So yeah, I definitely was applying, and searching for jobs for a while. And
0: that was May 2021? Yes. So it's almost been a year. <laughs> So, so what about the resume that I put out looked interesting to you? Was it just the fact that it was like a marketing role or was there anything specific that you're like, Oh, how fun.
1: Yeah. I was mainly looking for marketing role. Um, and I knew I was going to get like kind of an entry level position. So marketing assistant did seem like a good fit and something that I would be qualified for. Um, so that was what I was looking for. Okay, cool. So, um, in terms of what I'm
0: looking for when I'm trying to find a resume, one thing that was super interesting to me for you was I'm always trying to see if there is some level of adversity there, um, right? And maybe adversity isn't the right isn't the right term, but one thing that really stuck out to me was you had studied internationally. Yeah. You have a very cool background where you've been to a lot of places, and it's really challenging to put yourself in different cultures for a long period of time. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is definitely something that I'm looking for, because that's going to be someone who can kind of deal with changing situations and new environments that might, you know, be really challenging for others. Do you feel like your background in that helped?
1: Oh, yeah, it's definitely that whole experience was an eye-opening experience and I did have to like kind of be like be on my feet a little bit Mm -hmm. so that's definitely helped in terms of like starting a new job. I love that and can we talk about that a little
0: bit just because I think it makes you super interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it's
0: uh, something that I've always wanted to do. And like, I've, I'll, whenever we have conversations, I'm like, so what did you eat when you were abroad? I want to know all the details. Yeah, so just can you share that little story? Cause I think it's. Yeah. Fun.
1: So I lived in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia for three years from my sophomore year of high school. And then I ended up graduating from an international school And then straight from there is when I went to ASU, but my mom ended up getting a teaching opportunity overseas at this international school that I attended. So that was my experience for those three years.
0: That is so cool. And I think for, I think certainly for you, like you're definitely more on your feet, right? Like, and um, I think that anytime you're looking for a candidate, like from the realtor's perspective or any like business owner's perspective, you want someone who can kind of like, um, be open to changing environments and open to learning new things. And that was the one thing that I saw on your resume that I was like, Oh, that is so cool. I want to hear more about that for sure.
1: Oh yeah. That was definitely a cool thing. Cool experience for me as well. I love it. Love that journey for you.
0: So, So as we okay, by the way, I'm like more nervous with you right now than I am when we have like other. I don't know why. I'm like, well, I think it's because you and I are so close. Like we're literally, this is us all day long. We're here on Zoom, we're talking constantly through work, but now that it's like (laughs)
1: it's like gotta be professional, we gotta get it. I know, we
0: gotta we're good. So, so the other thing, um, the other thing that we went through was that I think was really helpful was you and I did some personality tests.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was that your first experience with personality
1: tests? That was, yeah. So that was kind of all new to me, but it was very, I learned a lot about myself. So, that <laughs> <good>. <laughs> so the ones that were most important to me, and
0: I know agents are going to ask us like, okay, what kind of qualification process did you do? We did our initial interview. And then once I felt like we had good rapport I was like, cool, I'm going to send you a couple of vouchers for a personality test that I want you to take. And the one, the first one that you took was the Colby A index. And that's my favorite personality test because it's not so much like a disc test test where a disc test is more of like, well, you have more of a dominant personality or more of a, you know, like intrinsic personality. It's more like the Colby A index helps identify how you respond in different situations um so are you the person that's going to be the dreamer who comes up with great ideas but can't follow through or do you take a checklist and execute it exactly as it's written for you and when you did that i know that was a little while ago but when you did those results you were definitely the person who you're like you can tell me what to do and i'll get it done that's what that test kind of confirmed did that feel accurate to you?
1: Oh yeah, that's definitely, I think that's, now that we know that, now that you tell me the things, I write my checklist down and I definitely like follow that, make sure I get everything down, check marks after I complete it all. Um, So yeah, that's definitely something that we've nailed down. I love that. And then the other
0: personality test that we did a little further into like us working together was the love language test. And Gisela, what is your love language?
1: Mine is quality time.
0: (laughs) Mine is words of affirmation. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So I'm always hopping on Zoom with you so we can have quality time, even if we're virtual. (laughs) And you're always telling me, it's okay, Steph, you're doing a good job, (laughs) which I love. Um, When I think about like ways to because one of the questions that we had been asked, and we have lots of questions that we'll kind of do like rapid fire style in a second. One of the questions was like, how do you incentivize them to keep them hundred percent engaged and like bought into the goals? And for me, I do think that's a big part of it because like, if you like to feel appreciated by quality time, that means you want that face-to-face time. Um, We go on lunch dates, like working lunches. You know, we we try to spend as much time as we can, even though we're both totally virtual from each other. Um,
1: do you feel like that helps in keeping you engaged with the process? Yeah, for sure, because then I'm like, I'm still getting to know you and like that quality time gets allows me to do that. Mm-hmm. And so like when I get to know you more than I like want to keep working for you, I want to make sure that like I'm doing the work for you and I'm getting the, these things done. I love so that. Building that relationship has definitely helped.
0: Yeah. I think that. I think that helps for sure. And it's funny because like that's how real estate businesses are built. They're built on that no like and trust factor. So it should still be the same in in these. And maybe I maybe I like share a little too much. Like I am very open. We do have a very like trusting relationship. I feel like friendship. Yeah. Um, how else, like what else about the job made you feel engaged with the mission? Because I feel like we do have a pretty strong mission. We are values driven. What about that kind of made you think like, oh, this is something I want to be a part of?
1: Um, I think in getting to know both you and Bryce, like I've really gotten to see that you guys have these values, you know, not only have those values, but you live by those and you really like have those in force in your business. And because I kind of see it similar, I have similar values as well. And we've both kind of realized that. And I think that's helped us build our relationship that's just made me want to like be more involved and now I'm more driven with those values in mind because I can see that you guys really believe these um so that's definitely helped as well do you want to talk about the
0: values because I have them pulled up
1: yes let's talk about those.
0: okay and this was one of the first things that I did um when you (laughs) I'm just thinking about the first day do you remember (laughs) your first day and what we did Kind
1: of. I think we went through that PowerPoint, right?
0: I got a slideshow. <laughs> I love the slides. Okay. Yeah. I had I had a training deck made for you. And I mm-hmm. had the slides where I shared our values and our mission and a little bit of our background. And then I went through like what what your place is in this like real estate family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and how you're you're a part of that. And and I just think that if if any agents are listening to this, the values are really helpful because it helps take it more from like, you know, oh, you're clocking in nine to five to, okay, here's what we're going to actually be accomplishing together. And this is what your contribution is. And so my first value is we believe in doing all things with excellence. How you do anything is how we do everything from Sales communication to onboarding to ongoing support and development, every interaction is designed to leave a wow factor. And that is a value in Market Authority Academy and also for a real estate team, which you kind of straddle the line between both. Do you feel like that is something that you experience?
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely see how hard both of you guys work in making everything like really good for your clients, giving that wow experience for both your clients and the MAA members. So I definitely see that on a day-to-day basis with you guys.
0: I see it the way you show up too. Like, I feel like that makes it really clear. Like, look, at, we don't, we don't, you know, halfway things. Mm -hmm. Right. We want things to have that extra polish. And that's one thing that I've really loved with you because with you understanding that too, and being like a part of that, like you're always really good at trying to find ways to like make things a little extra, um, especially with our gifting, make sure it's done the way it needs to be done. Yeah, It's done when it needs to be done. So I totally agree.
1: Yeah, totally. And I'm definitely I'm borderline perfectionist as well. I know you struggle with that, so I'm constantly double checking my stuff, making sure like it looks good before I press that next button when I'm ordering things, all of that. Yeah. So yeah, definitely do all things with excellence. I see that every day for the guys. I love that. Likewise, <laughs> now the second value that
0: we had was failure is the best teacher and a natural part of the innovation process. We embrace failure as a way to gain new insights and level up in whatever way we can.
1: Yes. And I actually love that one because even when I started, I was a little nervous, but you always made me feel like really comfortable. Like you're you're new, like it's okay if you make mistakes, like we will like get past it. Nothing is going to be like that big of a deal. Like it's okay. Like we'll just figure out how to fix it, move on learn from it and keep going. And that's like made me, what made me feel really comfortable when I started working with you. I love that. And I think that we've
0: nailed that too. We have such a good process now of like, oh, something broke. Okay. We always take that five minutes. We have a quick like little conversation of, okay, what happened? How can we avoid or how can we fix it? first of all, like how can we <laughs> what's the what's the um the I'm sorry campaign, and then how do we avoid it from happening in the future? And I think that that's where we have a lot of fun because we get to be like, okay, there's a new system we need to make. What are we missing here? How do we need to create it, yeah. and what does that look like?
1: Yeah, that's definitely how our process goes and our lunch meetings and all that. we go through that. So love it.
0: Now, the last big value was we embody extreme empathy in order to fulfill the first two values, we must have empathy. We seek to understand before being understood. We show respect by listening and we show attentiveness and patience in order to get closer to core issues, which will lead us to powerful solutions. Yeah. Do you agree?
1: (laughs) I definitely agree with that. I can be somewhat of an empath sometimes. So I'm always trying to Make sure everyone else is good, and I can feel some of those emotions, and especially being on the calls, like I understand like that real estate is like tough, so I know that everyone's doing their best and so it's been very nice. I love it, okay, cool. So as we started training,
0: I don't want to go okay. too into depth into like how training went and stuff because honestly like. I feel like we both had a lot of learning to do of how that process looked and we kind of just like went for it. So we just dove Mm -hmm. in. Um, But do you want to go through some of these quick, like rapid fire questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I think I've got a couple. So the first one was, um, how do you plan the month, find creativity, schedule, and keeping everything organized? Um, So the challenge that you and I have, and maybe not challenge, but the difference that you and I have is, you are the marketing assistant, um, honestly, like your next role is going to be more like director of operations, I feel like, because like, you do a lot more than just marketing, but you plan, you do all of the marketing um, or a lot of the marketing, marketing for the real estate stuff. Yeah. Um, and you also help me manage the Market Authority Academy. So let's start with the real estate stuff, um, planning the month through those marketing tasks.
1: Yeah, um, so the big, our big thing with that, I guess, or my role is those birthdays. Mm -hmm. That's the big one that I kind of have to make sure I'm on top of. Um, And that's where I just kind of go through, find those names, send them over to you guys um, and just kind of communicate those birthdays. Yeah,
0: and we do that, we do that, well, we're doing it right now, but we do that the last week of the month for the following month. You go in. You your process is to pull the whole list of all the birthdays, yeah. and then you send that to me and Bryce via email, where we double check it and we say who gets what. So we might say like, mm-hmm. "Oh, these guys get this gift. Um, they get a card. They get a gift. They get a card," because not everybody's like getting the not everybody is getting the same level of gifting, right? Mm-hmm. You and I have gone through a big process of revamping our gifting process uh, program
1: mm-hmm.
0: this year, so. Um, What did, can you share just a little from your perspective, what that looked like?
1: Uh, Yeah, so we uh, went out, kind of went out to find like a new vendor that we wanted to look for or work with to refer these closing gifts and any other um, gifts that we wanted to send out. So that's where we started, looked through, communicated with them and their pricing, their gifting options, um, kind of what, what we could customize with Bring in our branding and all that. And then when we finally found one, now we've been kind of putting in some orders and that's been going pretty well.
0: Yeah. And, and it's nice because like you and I go through that process and we talk about it together and say, okay, yeah. here's a couple of different gifting options at different price points for the scenario. Yeah. And then all I have to do is say, okay, these guys get a gift and you, I'll automatically know exactly what needs to be ordered. So it's just as simple as me saying like, yes, send one, to X, Y, and Z. And then you go make the order and it's all done and delivered from there. Because what we do now is we order the local gift basket situation. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a local gift box of like beautiful curated local goods. And it's all packaged by that vendor and they just ship it out and deliver it.
1: Right, alone, yeah, which it's is nice. pretty easy. We just have to email, yeah. email our contact, so. I love that. And then we also
0: went through a different process of, like, identifying other wow experiences, right? So, like, when we get a referral or when somebody has something exciting to celebrate, we went through, um, what is our, what is the site? Our favorite one is Printed Mint.
1: Printed Mint, yes. That's our go too.
0: So that's where you and I went through their catalog. We chose a couple of different products like mugs or candles. Mm-hmm. And you and I talked about what kind of design we would want on them. And you go through their site and yeah. set the design and order. And they ship those directly to clients too, which is super cool.
1: Yeah. And they just added that. We can customize the branding now. So they add, added those ribbons and we putting our logo in the box. So that's been really good with Print and Mint.
0: So cute. And that process looked like a system, which we call, like we break it down by idea, right? So we identify, document, execute, and then automate. So when we identify a new system, it's like, oh, hey, we got a referral. We want to do something other than what we have been doing, like the $5 coffee cards, mm-hmm. which are fine. We wanted mm-hmm. to do something a little extra. So we identified that process when the trigger was that we knew something needed to be ordered mm-hmm. and then what the whole thing looked like in terms of like how I'm going to let you know, how I'm going to give you the information and then what your expectation is from there. So do you feel pretty clear? Like when I say, Hey, we need to make an order for a referral or, Hey, we need to send a special candle for someone's birthday. You feel pretty like good about oh, that whole yeah. process.
1: Yeah. Now that we've run through it a few times, it's definitely just like an automatic, Oh, we got a referral. Okay. Should I send this mug or send this candle? And that's, and then it's printed mint from there.
0: I love it. So the, most of the marketing pieces, like from, you know, that marketing calendar for the database happens by the month. Sometimes they're doing our quarterly magazines that happens a couple, you know, every couple of months. What else do we do? We do. Oh, you do send out cards.
1: Yeah. Send out cards. So you do those by the month. Yeah. That's also by the
0: month. Yeah. Because you can set when they're delivered, which is cool. Mm -hmm.
1: So a lot of that
0: is really simple. And, and in terms of keeping everything organized, that was the other part of that question. Um, Do you want to talk about our favorite tool to keep everything organized, all of our task management?
1: Our top three of the day. Yes, we
0: love our top three of the day. More specifically, we hold a lot of those in Asana.
1: Yes, we do have that whole the database marketing tab in Asana. And that kind of breaks down the steps which I do refer to every once in a while just to like make sure yeah, yeah that's in there. I love it. So
0: um, Asana for planning those out and then scheduling everything, breaking down specific workflows is super helpful. Um, I want to talk about the top three of the day because like I think an important thing of staying organized is making sure that we could have a good daily flow.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: can we talk about what our day-to-day looks like?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So I text you in the morning good morning you're like bing, bing. Uh, <laughs> yeah and then we usually hop on and go through like what our top three of the day like are and that's always been really helpful for me because I definitely like having something like in front of me like so I can see sometimes I don't always have the sound tab open like, out of the 20 tabs I usually have all day uh-huh. um so yeah we go through our top three we talk about it I, you ask if I have any questions, we go through any, any of those and then we kind of dive in. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're nine to five right now. That happens around like nine, nine 30. That's on zoom. We hop on, on zoom. We hop on, on zoom a lot. Um, and I think that's like the most helpful things that we can screen share because you and I both aren't in an office. Like, I don't know how we would possibly do it any other way.
1: Oh yeah. Zoom's great.
0: Yeah, it's really good. And then most evenings, or at least by like the four o'clock hour, we usually have a quick check-in either on text mm-hmm. or we hop on, on zoom. Yes. And it's kind of like that recap, like, okay, how'd the top three go? Do we need to move anything tomorrow? Did anything come up today? Where are we at?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's been really helpful as well, because then we'll, we're setting up for the next day and anything that's going on. Cause sometimes our calendars can be pretty full, so we need to make sure. Yeah. Or set it, gets, up it gets crazy. So
0: the, the other thing that I think that we do really well is our weekly meeting. Mm-hmm. And we usually do those on Fridays. Can you share from your perspective a little bit about how that looks?
1: Yeah. Um, recently they've normally been after a recording. Mm-hmm. We'll have a video recording in the morning and then from there we'll go to lunch and that's when we'll have our work lunch and just kind of go over how the week went close out our metrics um go over anything like the big projects kind of like recalibrate where we're at with all of those um which is always really fun because we're yeah. out and about. but
0: I think it's I think it's one of the best times that we spend during the week because it gives us that chance to like really close out that book of business for the week and then plan any priorities ahead. So that's when we're like looking at Asana sometimes like, okay, what did we have coming up or um, tracking our progress with other things? And it's really helpful because I think that, um, you know, one thing that I've talked to you about, the most important thing that I want to do this year is get us to like a four or at least a four and a half day work week. And I think in order to be able to do that, we have to be able to, have absolute clarity on the scope of work and make sure that the times that we are working are as well spent as possible.
1: Oh yeah. And I think whenever we do meet up, we work so well together now that like we get so much done, like even if it is within like two, three hours. Mm -hmm. So we definitely always knock off a lot of our to-do lists.
0: Yeah, I agree. So the next question ties in really well. Um, they say, what does Stephanie do that makes your job easier or more clear?
1: Um, I would say definitely our Zoom meetings in the mornings. I think that always like helps me start my day off like with clarity, so I know like the tasks I need to do. Like if I have questions on them, like I know where to go with those. Um, so I think that's always been really helpful. And of course, like getting that quality time and definitely keeps me keeps me going
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel so bad because sometimes like usually like what I so my um my nanny for Grady comes in at nine and then you start at nine and sometimes there's like a little bit of chaos where it takes a while (laughs) to like unlatch Grady (laughs) (laughs) it's really clingy right now um and you know hand him off to the sitter give him lots of love and sometimes things like get a little crazy in the mornings where it, it derails because that's life. And yeah. then sometimes we don't get that morning meeting. And I always notice a difference when we don't get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's just how it goes. And I know that Grady's young. He needs his mom. I'm texting you like, I'm sorry. I'll be <laughs> in soon.
0: <laughs> so um, I want to talk about um, the next question was pay. And we don't have to go too far into specifics, but I think it's helpful to talk about the pay structure um, and just a little bit of how you feel about that. So um, we don't have to, like I said, harp on it too much. But when we started, and I think I would suggest this for anybody, we started with you Mm part-time. You were cool with that.
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely was. Because I did have another job for a little while there as well. And then I was still technically in school. Yeah, So still so going to school, like for one semester, graduating in December. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the part-time really helped. And I think that was majority of my training time too, was doing that part-time. Yeah. So,
0: so at that time we brought you on um, hourly plus commission. Yeah. One thing that I've always felt like my hope was like commission, a commission percentage to me feels like, um, feels incentivizing right like everybody gets to benefit from a really hard one month do you agree yeah
1: yeah because sometimes our like some months are a lot harder than others and it shows in our sales and all of that commission-based stuff so yeah it definitely makes me work harder for sure
0: <laughs> so you're also um you're also not a licensed realtor and that was another question that we had: like licensed not licensed how do you decide um, and for you, you're not doing transaction work. You're not speaking with clients. You're not really doing any of that. Yeah. Um, did you ever have the desire to, or do you feel pretty good about the marketing role that you're in? Because at this point you're mostly like gifting, marketing, content
1: management, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have definitely like through this job, since I've done a lot of marketing stuff, it's kind of like my love for it has kind of grown and I'm really interested in the marketing. So I don't know if the real estate side would be a path I would take. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely interesting and i love to see you guys work through it. Um, but I've definitely grown into marketing stuff. So I think I would continue with that.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of work. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like, it's not like we're all looking for more things to do.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> So let's see, I think that that was the last question Um, in terms of what do you look like or what do you um, look for for the marketing piece? uh, I think the last question we had was really just the marketing piece and around content management. So let's talk about the content management piece, because I think that this is one where a lot of agents see the opportunity to have someone help them distribute content, come up with content creation. Mm. And we're a little unique again, because we have two YouTube channels. We have a podcast for realtors yeah. um, and we have the Instagram account where we get most of our real estate leads. So can you share a little bit about what your involvement looks like?
1: Yeah. So we created a content calendar in Asana, mm-hmm. which is where it's mapped out like which days we're posting on like which channel. Cause we have two channels, the Lugo side and your channel specifically. Um, And so that's kind of how we keep track. And every day I go into that, I can check it off. I can see like which video was going out. Um, And that's just like a big, how we keep track of that content and what's going out on each day. So let's walk through the process
0: of creating a YouTube video from like soup to nuts, right? So like the first thing that we do is you schedule the recording Mm -hmm. with Zeek and yep. that's our studio manager yes
1: yeah, so we schedule with Zeke, and then I usually go in and cre- create your guys's scripts um get those set up for you guys so it's easy for you to kind of go in there and then from there is when we go to the recording and then as we're in the recording I'm listening and whatever you need me to add in to give it so that Zeke has it in the notes to put in the video I'll make sure the link's in there um, and that's kind of how we do it
0: yeah. And at this point, you're almost solely communicating with Zeke and, and handling all this. Like yeah. my whole role is to write the content. So, um, you help me come up with the content ideas, like the topic ideas, cause we have like some like categories that we kind of cycle through. I create that, those content ideas, and then you're facilitating everything from there. Like I show up, <laughs> um, it takes us two hours to record or whatever. We get those all done for the month. And then you're taking those files from Zeke each week as he sends us the edited files. You're posting it and formatting it onto YouTube. You share it onto Facebook and LinkedIn. You create the stories, graphics. Like, it's quite a lot of
1: work. Yeah. But, I mean, we're so used to it now. And now it's just like an automatic thing. Mm -hmm. that it kind of just flows easy. And I know where to go from there. So, um, in terms of like oversight
0: and accountability, I want to finish and just kind of touch on this. Cause you and I had a conversation this week about like the summer, you have family out of state, you and I are totally remote and you specifically are totally remote. Yeah. Do you feel like you have enough oversight and accountability to keep doing your job? I know you do, but I think that a lot of agents, like, I, I guess, what do you say to the agents who are like, but how do I know they're doing their work? Like, <laughs> we had a conversation this week and you're like, Hey, so, um, the summer, like, like last summer, I want to go back and spend some time with my family. Mm -hmm. How long do you, how long can I go? And I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) I was like, like, go as long as you want, (laughs) you know, like, obviously I want to spend time with you all the time. And I love Mm -hmm. that we get to have our weekly meetings and that stuff is really important to me, but you are virtual.
1: Does -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. And I think the zoom meetings, again, like. That's a definitely definitely a big accountability thing for me. Like, I know that, like, you expect a level of work to be done into, a, like, kind of a specific caliber. So I know, like, I need to make sure that when I go into those meetings with you that I do have work to present to you and, like, and it's a good work as well. Yeah. So I think that's been a big, like, keeps me on track and keeps me, like, I need to keep keep it up with it because I want to make sure, like, and again, I, I'm also commission based. So like I want to make sure I'm putting in the work that helps our business. Yeah, that totally makes
0: sense. Mm-hmm. I love it. So what are your what are your goals and dreams for the next five <laughs> years? Like obviously, my whole thing, my goal, I'll just tell you my goal and then you can share okay. me, share with me yours. As a business owner and as your quote unquote boss. I know that you're going to leave me one day high and dry. Just kidding. (laughs) I know that you're going to leave one day and I know that you're going to go off to like other opportunities. And, um, my biggest goal for you as a leader in this organization is to give you skills that can help you open up new opportunities, um, teach you anything I can, Pad your resume as much as possible so that when the time does come, you get to move on to the next chapter in your career as well positioned as possible. That's my number one goal with you in terms of the long term. Obviously, I want to keep you forever. But (laughs) as a leader, I know that's just not going to be the case. And we have those conversations a lot. And sometimes I'm even saying like, hey, by the way, this is something that you want to be making a note for for your resume. This is something important that you're going to want to be able to market yourself Mm -hmm. in the job market. We've had those conversations. Is it weird when I talk to you about
1: that? No, not at all. I, I mean, it helps me to know that like you know as well that like that's <laughs> kind of the trajectory of like everything, yeah, especially because this is my technically my first like real job outside of after graduation and all that. Yeah, um, but I've really enjoyed working for you, and I'm so grateful for this job because I feel like I am learning a lot. I feel like you teach, you've taught me like so much as far as marketing and keeping myself organized and just how to be like really good and successful in a business, which I'm so grateful for you. (laughs) So yeah, that's been really good. And I have learned so much. So good.
0: What is your goal um, in the next five years looking ahead? Like, what do you see? please give me a couple more years with you. Don't leave me yet.
1: But, but what does that look like for you? Um, I definitely love working with you and I want to c- continue working with you at least for another couple years here. Um, Thank God. But <laughs> later down the line, I know <laughs> later down the line, I think moving out of Arizona might be my next step. This heat can get to me sometimes. <laughs> Um, bigger goals, probably working for kind of a global company since I do have, um, a certificate in international business. And I kind of would like to get back to that international, um, experience, especially with my background. It's yeah. always been something that I've loved and been passionate about. So something like that, that gives me the opportunity to get back into I love that where I see myself going. How can I keep showing up? and contributing to that goal for you um and honestly right now it would just be a keep doing like how we've been doing I feel like I learned something new every day with you and so that's all been very helpful cool
0: well Gisella, thank you for sharing today thanks for having thank a so conversation for having me this has
1: been fun just sell it in the hot seat. I know, I like being on this side of the camera.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I felt more like I was in the hot seat. This was like, <laughs> it's weird having this conversation when usually we're just kind of like, you know, goofy and getting stuff done. I, <laughs> I enjoyed learning more about your perspective of your work. And one thing that I learned from this conversation is how important those Zoom meetings are. So I'm gonna keep making sure that that's a priority for us um, and, and making sure that I honor that time with us together too. So that was helpful to to hear.
1: Good. And I'm hoping this helps agents as they're trying to expand their team and hire that assistant. Love it. Okay. Thanks so much for tuning in. If
0: you're listening to this and you have more questions for Gisela, you can always hit us up on Instagram at Bryce and Stephanie. Um, But otherwise, Gisela, thanks so much for hanging out. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the themarketauthorityacademy.com. To join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.